T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Vikings, Bengals tomorrow. High noon from Cincinnati, the 2021 season begins. And I used to be a live-and-die Viking fan. If the Vikings got beat when when I was a kid, it, it I was a mess for a couple of days. I, I was that down and out. Then, once upon a time, Gary Anderson missed a kick. The Vikings didn't go to the Super Bowl after a 15-1 and regular season, and I vowed I would never become that emotionally involved in any team ever again. And here we are, still anticipating the opener at Cincinnati, but not as emotionally invested as I was when I was a boy or a young man. Now, some people I work with during the week still very emotionally invested, and right now there's nervous energy. What's this 2021 Viking team really going to be like? Because let's face it, this uh, training camp wasn't all that smooth. There were a lot of bumps along the way, uh, some, some poor performances in the preseason. Can they put it together? And we're going to bring in uh, someone who uh, lives and breathes his stuff for Purple Insider, Sam Ekstrom. Sam, good to visit with you. A lot of nervous energy uh, the day before the Viking opener, for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, It's time to see what they're made of. Uh, Mike Zimmer said as much yesterday. He's excited to see what this product looks like. And uh, I think there's probably some trepidation for a lot of people after the rocky preseason they had. It was really three ugly games that they played. They had one big injury on the offensive side of the ball. Anthony Barr is banged up on the defensive side of the ball. The vaccine issue came up time and again. Uh, it just it wasn't a very positive preseason, and they can kind of undo a lot of that negativity with a win tomorrow if they look like they're supposed to look, which is uh, like the better team against an inferior Bengals squad with uh, a quarterback coming off an ACL. I think the Vikings can make a statement tomorrow that – uh, they are for real, but there's still worries, Steve. I mean, that offensive line needs to prove a lot. Their depth is thin. Um, th- there still are issues with this team, but they go into the season, um, I-, I think, pretty heavy favorites tomorrow against Cincinnati. Yeah, it, it is unusual for-, for a team that didn't make the playoffs a year ago to be able to go on the road and, and be favored. And they, they've been favored uh, the latest. It, it opened at three and a half. There's been a little fluctuation. But what I'm seeing is still three and a half. Pretty unusual 
once again, for a non-playoff team to be favored on the road like that. Yeah, it's a good point. And I think it speaks to the weakness of this Bengals roster. Um, They still have a lot of work to do on the defensive side of the ball. And they they made some acquisitions. You know, Trey Hendrickson coming off that big year with New Orleans. He'll be rushing the passer. They revamped their secondary a little bit. So even though Trey Waynes is out, um, the former Viking, they've got Chidobe Awuzier and Mike Hilton, who I think were underrated pickups for, for them at cornerback, Von Bell at, at safety. You know, that, that's a pretty decent group in the secondary, but the front seven uh, I think is fairly weak for Cincinnati. This is going to be all about Dalvin Cook tomorrow. I mean, you've got a first-time coordinator, and what is a first-time play caller's best friend? It's the running game. I think they're going to lean on Dalvin Cook pretty heavily and and take it to a – fairly raw um, Cincinnati front line. Yeah, and Sam, one of the things they have, you, you talked about the lag adept. The one thing they do have is is they have a good option if Dalvin Cook, particularly in game one, needs a breather. They, they, they've got options in the running game. Yeah, it still remains one of their deepest position groups, and it's a little ironic because they don't really rotate, you know, running backs. They yep. didn't use Alexander Madison much at all last year. They never used Mike Boone. They they never used Amir Abdullah. Um, they still have Abdullah. They elevated him to the active roster today. Um, uh, their rookie, Kenny Wangwu, is on the IR right now. But they're still a good three deep at running back. And I think that's, that's a, a little subtle storyline to watch is how much do they watch Dalvin Cook's workload? We've seen him start the last two seasons on fire and then wear down in the second half of the year. Are they going to treat him like the workhorse back that, that he wants to be? Or are they going to ration his carries a little bit more and Alexander Madison involved? I think that's the smart play long-term is to rotate them a little bit more yep. frequently like most teams do. But, I mean, Dalvin Cook, kind of he demands it. Like, he demands the ball he he's so talented that it's hard not to have him on the field um and if you're in a close game you're going to want him on the field i just think that after the pounding he took last year the injuries he suffered that they got to be careful with how much he's being used kirk cousins very durable in his career you alluded to the covid and the vaccination controversy early in camp things have calmed down but kirk cousins has been durable but during this off season there were concerns about what if and who that backup is and uh, another note from the vikings today sean mannion uh seven-year quarterback out of oregon state was added to the uh, roster for tomorrow's game so does that tell you mannion's the number two guy going into this game Absolutely, he is. Yeah, I mean, Mike Zimmer talked about him yesterday like he was Joe Montana. He called him brilliant. He said he loves the way he throws the ball. Uh, Hard to believe for a quarterback that's never won a regular season game and has only started two in his career. But there's something about him that the Vikings just love from a professionalism standpoint, from a preparation standpoint. He's exactly what you want. As a backup quarterback, there's no volatility there. They know exactly what they're getting. And uh, and I think that's much different than you can say for Kellen Mond, who is, it was really thrown into the fire this preseason. He missed some time. He looked overwhelmed at other times. And he's still got a long ways to go to figure it out. So they're going to take maybe the lower ceiling consistent option with Sean Mannion over the more unpredictable Mond. But the good news is Kirk Cousins has been very durable. 
What are we going to see out of Kirk Cousins? Because there's this sense that there could be a rift or uh, from from the Vikings vocabulary, a schism between him and the head coach. What is your read on Kirk Cousins' mindset going into the 2021 campaign? So I, I've been sort of asking this question all offseason. How is Kirk Cousins going to respond to adversity? Because I think – he probably, you know, reads a little bit of the coverage about how he's on the way out in Minnesota. His contract is too big. They're going to move on either this year or the next. Uh, then they draft his potential replacement in Kellen Mond. Uh, I think his popularity took a hit with the vaccine thing. I think he's faced a lot of scrutiny this offseason. There's been a lot of noise around him. And I've been curious how he was going to respond to all of that. And to be honest with you, I haven't sensed the most confidence from him this preseason. I thought it was the most uneven he's looked in a training camp setting. Now, you have to admit that he didn't have all his weapons. Uh, he, you know, now he's missing Herb Smith. Justin Jefferson had an injury. Adam Thielen got banged up a couple times. Dalvin Cook was handled with kid gloves just because he's so valuable. So he never really had his full complement. But it didn't seem like he was really running this offense with the steadiest hand all training camp and preseason. Um, I, I'm not sure if he's uh, you know, necessarily rising to the occasion to silence all those doubters as of yet. It doesn't mean he can't. Um, he has in the past played some very good football when his back is against the wall. So if he can channel that, you know, he could, he could flip people's opinions of him pretty quickly. But at this point, um, I do sense a little bit of weakness. Um, on, on the offensive side of the ball, maybe not the most cohesiveness. Um, and that could be the, the first-time play caller. You know, it could be just that they've had injuries, that they've had movement on the offensive line. There's a lot of factors there. But what they need Cousins to do is galvanize that group. And I don't know if that's happened yet, um, but, you know, it hasn't counted yet. It'll count on Sunday, and that'll tell the main story. Yeah, Dalvin going 25 for 150 and three touchdowns would uh would solve a lot of those ills uh on Sunday. I I think yeah. you know, it goes right back to Dalvin Cook. He runs the ball effectively and his vintage Dalvin Cook. I think they're they're going to be in good shape. Couple other things we want to get to. Uh let's go to the defensive side of the ball. You talked about injuries, some question marks. Uh, this decimated. This group decimated by injuries in 2020. Um injuries still a factor there's still a lot of question marks going into the open uh, opener. What what we're going to see up front, what we're going to see out of the linebacker core and out of the secondary, a lot of unknowns. Absolutely, Steve. I mean, they've kind of created this mercenary defense with a bunch of one-year contracts. They've kind of picked in, and chosen all these guys from other locations. They brought them together for one year to see what happens and you know if it goes well this year great they might not have the same group next year uh because they're all kind of playing for those next deals patrick peterson you know could move on after this year bashad breeland could move on after this year uh daniel hunter still needs to renegotiate his contract you know the um anthony Barr too like all of these uh players have been gathered together to make a big run at it in 2021 but it's going to be different than past years, Steve. I mean, 2015 through 2019, this defense was the same. They had hardly any turnover, and there was so much continuity that they would, you know, shut teams down just because they were on the same page. This defense has a lot of assembled pieces that have been rushed 
to, um, you know, to, to get on the same page. And I think that can't be overlooked. I think that it's going to take a little bit for them all to play, you know, sort of um, cohesively. And I've got worries about the linebacking core with Anthony Barr out. Uh, Nick Vigil is a decent fill-in option. I don't know if he's the best tackler. I don't know if he's the best blitzer. And beyond him, I think there's serious cause for concern with their third linebacker. Is it going to be Troy Dye or Blake Lynch? I think you're probably you know, losing a step either way there. Um, and you can't afford any injuries at safety. You can't afford any injuries at corner. Like There's just not a lot of depth on this defense. I think the starting group is pretty strong. If they can get far back, I like on paper the way they look. But, um, again, you've got a bunch of strangers trying to play together as a team for the first time, and, and that leads to some unpredictability. Purple Insider Sam Ekstrom joining us. Sam, special teams. We, we talked several teams in the lead, or several times in the lead up to the 2021 season about special teams and how they have to improve. It was a major problem. And, and you could point to it potentially costing them a spot in the postseason. It was that bad. Uh, it, it just cost them over and over again. Uh, what, what do we know? We're 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 going to see uh, we're going to see some new people uh, on special teams, and that needs to be better. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going through it in my head right now. You know, if you think about the five main specialist jobs: the uh, kick returner, punt returner, kicker, punter, and long snapper. I believe all five are different. Week one this year um, from week one last year, you brought in a a new kicker, Greg Joseph, new punter, Jordan Berry, new long snapper who came late last year, Andrew DePaula. Your kickoff returner is going to be Amir Smith-Marset. Your punt returner is going to be D.D. Westbrook. It's a completely shuffled deck. So um, they should be able to shake off some of the ghosts from last year just because of the the new personnel uh, who aren't you know necessarily haunted by what went on last year. They have a new coordinator. So really, it's completely different than a year ago. There's no reason why they should have the same level of ineptitude. But I think there's still this underlying concern chiefly about the kicking game. You've got a very kind of anonymous kicker in Greg Joseph um, who's had one year in the NFL. You you, you just don't know much about him. Um, He was uneven in the preseason. That's going to lead to some anxiety. And I think at the first missed kick, everyone's just going to, you know, Face palm and say, "Oh, not again." Yeah, I, I Twitter is perfect uh, for for a Viking game experience. It, it is just I I can actually hardly wait until noon tomorrow. I mean, Twitter during uh, NFL Viking games is is just outstanding. Let, let's get into a couple other things. Game at Cincinnati. Vikings are favored. This is one they absolutely have to win. Week two, they go on the road at Arizona. No bargain. Seattle here. And then uh, Cleveland here. That's a pretty tough start beyond the Cincinnati game. Uh, an important one tomorrow just to just to get that W because of what what's ahead for the remainder of September. Yeah, I mean, I, I've thought about the schedule like this, Steve. I think that even if you beat a bad team on the road, it's a road win. Road yeah, wins are hard absolutely. to come by. And if you can aspire to be 500 on the road, and now granted they have nine road games this year, so you can't be exactly 500, but if you can win four on the road, and I think there's some gettable ones. You've got Cincinnati, 
Arizona, Carolina, and Detroit. There's four right there. Toss in the L.A. Chargers in the mix, that's five. You've got some winnable road games. Um, I think it's a positive thing that you have some of your tougher games at home because I think you'd much rather play Seattle at home than on the road, right? Like, you can sure. win that game. Yep. So if this team goes 6-2 and two at home, for instance, and 4-5 and five on the road, which I think is possible – then you've got 10 wins, and then you're, you're probably in the playoffs. So I think you just got to bank up road wins against bad teams, and that's what tomorrow or, uh, yeah, that's what Sunday presents. Yeah, so there it is. Uh, Sam, what, what's the key for you? If you're going to point out one or maybe two things tomorrow, what are you looking for? I, I want to see the Vikings secondary. I want to see how all the new pieces look. I mean, obviously okay. a revamped group. Let's see if Patrick Peterson can still shut people down. I assume he'll be dealing with um, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase a great deal. Let's see if Bashad Breeland can shut, shut people down. He's in a new system. Um, Xavier Woods at safety. I really like the way he looked in training camp. Let's see if that translates. I mean, the, these are all really kind of interesting pieces that we've never seen you know, with live bullets yet, um, I'm, I'm really uh, fascinated to see how things go in the secondary. And then just like how how is Clint Kubiak going to call a game? I mean, if they're in a two-minute situation, how does he handle it? If it's tight at the end, how is he going to execute? Um, I think that that's a big unknown about this offense. You, you hope that, you know, there's sort of a, a genetic pass down from his dad to him that he knows what he's doing. But until he's done it a few times, I don't think we really know what to expect. Well, always good to visit with you, Sam. Once again, Purple Insider. How do people subscribe? Purpleinsider.com. Um, we've had some, some 25% off deals this week where people can uh, sign up for just $4 a month and, and get our contact content. Uh, it's daily content straight to your inbox if you subscribe. And you can check out the Purple Insider podcast for free wherever you get your podcast. Outstanding. Good to visit with you, Sam. Take care. Thanks a lot, Steve. All right, Sam Angstrom, Purple Insider. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.